0: Hello, and welcome to Her Return, a podcast devoted to returning to your feminine essence through embodiment practices, sensual explorations, and unifying the feminine and masculine energies within. I'm your host, Lindsay Curtis. Episode number 10. Today, I am so excited to sit down with Soul Sister Carrie Krager. Carrie's philosophy is all about ancient wisdom for modern women. Carrie helps women come home to themselves, in their practices, into their bodies, and in their personal lives. She relies on her own unique blend of Chinese medicine meets magical thinking. Using a combination of acupuncture, alchemical life coaching, Carrie teaches you how to truly nourish yourself, mind, body, and spirit. With almost 20 years of experience in guiding women on an embodied pathway through breakdown to breakthrough, she offers a way to truly nourish and embrace your divine wisdom and step away from exhaustion and burnout for good. Okay. I'm so
1: excited to be here with you. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Lindsay. I adore you and I'm so excited about this conversation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. And so let's begin. I mean, I am so happy that you are in my life. I wanted to name this episode the beautiful unicorn rainbow dreamer, Carrie, but I, <laughs> to with something else. Uh, but I would just love to know a little bit about uh, little Carrie and how your start oh. on this earth has inspired and led you to where and how you are in the
1: world today. Oh my goodness! The twenty-five words or less of little big Carrie. Um, yeah, you know what? And I, I have been reflecting a little bit in different circumstances um, about this recently. But I do think I was always quite a serious, deep-thinking little human. Like whenever I'm hearing stories from my parents or, or you know, my Grand grandparents at the time they'd be like oh yes well you were always you know quite a serious child and I'd be like and that's it do you know what I mean like that's that's all I'm given about um and I'm sure I was and I know within myself that I was just as curious and playful and inquisitive and um as 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 all children are as as we all come in Um, to this life as, I think, if we're given the space to be those things. Um, But, you know, I grew up in North Queensland in Australia in the late 70s, you know. Um, (laughs) There's a term that we use here in Australia that it's like, you know, it was a very um, bogan (laughs) and that's that's a quite niche slogan term. That's not always the nicest term, but it does connote that you know things were quite narrow-minded, and I was this quirky, weird little kid. And I grew up in, you know, a relatively normal amount of dysfunction. And I think it's kind of important to kind of um, share that 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 kind of level of dysfunction was normalized to the point where if you had a problem with it, there was something wrong. Do you know what I mean? Um, Yeah. And so struggling with parents that were struggling to be an adult, struggling to know how to parent themselves, dealing with divorce, dealing with mental health, blended families, you know, various abusive situations as my childhood went on, um, you know, there's been a lot to unpack and heal and to, to really allow my adult self to connect back to that childhood playful place, which I know we're going to kind of play with within this um, chat a little bit later on as well, yeah, because that, that, that playful state is so essential to our healing and to our growth and to being able to tap into, A, the essence of who we are, but to find the fuel to make all the beautiful things that we're here to make in our lives.
0: Yes, completely. Oh my God. I love that. To find the tool to make all the goodness. Exactly.
1: Um, yeah. So goodness. I mean, we could have, (laughs) we could have a whole podcast just on. So how did your childhood influence where you're at now? Right.
0: Of course, of course. But it just gives us so much backdrop when we are able to talk about, you know, our stories and and our Mm. experiences, because these are the actual things that let us have the embodied wisdom for then how we serve others.
1: A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And so many, if not all, of what I would now call my really beautiful fine-tuned skills came about through some really tricky and sometimes terrifying experiences being able to kind of feel and sense in heightened situations um when your child has now led me to being able to really see what people need in their healing to be able to really feel and hear what's going on for them underneath what they're able to say and share um you know so it's it's yeah yin with the yang right these these You've found the lotus from the mud. I'm not sure how many other <laughs> metaphors are in there, but um, yeah, it's 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 part of it.
0: Wonderful, feel that so full heartedly, and yeah, just the more we open it up, how much more we can inspire others who are just beginning on their journeys, or maybe don't mm-hmm. even want to go on the journey because it's, yeah. it yeah, it is overwhelming, <laughs> right? Oh, it's yeah. So again, coming back to this, the fuel is in the recovered innocence and the recovered mm. joy and pleasure of our childhood.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent.
0: All right, so, Lady Love, let's talk about magic. <laughs> you know, I hear This word from you all the time, and I really one. I want a definition. I want to know like mm-hmm. what is magic to you, and how does it mm-hmm. show up in your life on like the day to day.
1: Magic okay yeah because I do throw this word around a lot um I think I feel like it's the phrase that I use for when things are in the flow you know and it doesn't necessarily mean that everything is going perfectly (laughs) as I had planned in my very control freak moments but it means that there is a sense of flow and a sense of serendipity and a sense of, um, sense of trust too, you know, like, and as I'm feeling into that, it's it's like, yeah, you know, like when I'm tapped into that, that faith and that trust and that um, sort of anchor within myself, I know that that magic can come and I know that there is magic around me that I can draw on, whether that's practical assistance, whether it's um, just being able to tap into that feeling of being part of something so much bigger than myself. Um, And sure, like, I think, you know, we all love and I definitely love those little, um, magical winks that you get whether it's like you know a bus driving past with the exact phrase of something ridiculous on it or um yeah like I was I was in traffic one morning and I don't normally drive first thing in the morning and I think I was having a little bit of like a bit of a moment in my head about traffic and whatever and this car in front of me there license plate said Create, it was like a Cree and a, then the number eight, you know, and so little things like that, you know, and sure, we can call that whatever, right? Um, but these little winks externally will ha- always help me, anyway, tap into that sense of being in flow, being in trust.
0: Mm, and the reflection of the external and the internal, the external winks and that internal remembrance of, oh, yeah, this magic is at the center of
1: me. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I, yeah, I just, as, as much as I love my science, and I think I kind of lean on that a little bit within my acupuncture practice, having said that, you know, it's a 3,000-year-old art and science, I do always fall back to this kind of intangibility that I just need to believe is real. And so I do, and it works. <laughs>
0: Yes, and I am a wholehearted
1: believer as well. So
0: <laughs> and so let's go into, actually, that's the perfect segue, because I want to talk, I want to give some space for us to talk about burnout, adrenal fatigue, chronic fatigue, and yeah, all of these yeah. um, experiences that so many women are and young women are now mm. in the world today. And I mean, my personal experience, I was... I wouldn't say full diagnosed, but I was very close to full on adrenal fatigue, maybe five years ago. So, mm-hmm. and I know maybe you want to touch on your experience, but at how also these um, experiences are the result of being completely cut off from our magic. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll yeah. just go, I'll really invite you to go into maybe the more sciencey and give us a backdrop of yeah. what these experiences are at the... Um, At the level of our
1: physical body yeah and this is this is why i love where these um these ways of thinking and these paradigms can overlap because i think for a very very long time i was in a lot of ways in that kind of whimsical um uh, really just basically off at the fairies place, right? Um, and that doesn't actually mean that I was in touch or in tune or um, able to access my true power either, do you know what I mean? Um, but what I really love is to be able to connect with women who are, like you say, disconnected from their central feminine power sources who have lost touch with that inner child who have lost touch with the ability to trust pleasure and trust their own senses you know so a lot of what acupuncture and the five elements that underpin a lot of um chinese medicine theory helps me access is give this really beautiful ancient model with its stories metaphors with its really comprehensive understanding of what each and every single organ does and links it in with our thoughts and feelings so you know if anybody's ever seen one of those five phase charts you know and you've got the five different um circles and they're all different colors and each um each element, so earth, air, fire, water and wood, um, has a particular season, a particular organ um, and with it, feelings and emotions and ways that these organs are able to be felt and expressed and explored. So sure, we've got the kidney energy, which does link in with that kidney adrenal fight or flight mode, Right. Now, the healthy use of that, and this is a really easy one to kind of get our heads around, the healthy use of that fight-or-flight mode is the really healthy um, expression of fear, right? So if we hear a big bang, we run away from it and we get ourselves to a beautiful, safe place.
0: And I just, I just had that experience of the- <laughs> dropped something and my cat and has a firecracker panda ring. Yeah. And I just thought, yeah, "Yeah, this is exactly that healthy expression.
1: Yeah, but the not so healthy expression that so many of us have experienced in the short and unfortunately long-term is we use that adrenaline to pull 16 hour days, followed by raising children, followed by partying all night, followed by like some big stressful situation in our life that we are running away from at great speed, for years on end and that is your textbook easy access (laughs) pathway to that adrenal burnout so while it can be confronting a lot of the time to really head straight for okay well we've got to change your job and we've got to change your relationship and we you know like nobody in their right mind is going to sign up Voluntarily for all of that, right? Um, it's like, okay, well, let's talk about your kidney energy. Let's talk about your experience of fear. Let's talk about your sleep. Let's talk about just offering people the idea that, like, winter happens, right? Nobody cancels winter. <laughs> we don't get to fall and then just go, "Yep, nope, sorry, we're just pushing on through." You know, winter happens, and so whilst life business or you know the fact that we can operate um 24 7 in theory we are still an animal that is you know held in the same laws as the rest of the planet winter happens so it's just often you know like the first treatment sure there'll be points and maybe herbs and these sorts of things breathing exercises that nobody is ever actually going to do when they go home um but just offering that concept you know like a sunflower isn't in full bloom all year round 24 hours a day the entire month the entire year you know um and just offering yeah women especially because that's who i end up treating and i have ended up treating for a very very long time now um offering them that as an option and just leaving it there with them is is the most delicate way to sort of start the healing process off
0: yes i love that especially as we are in a society Uh, that has been based on the patriarchal society has no space for winter. It's always summer, (laughs) but it's so true. And as we get more in tune with that also, like how does that then relate to my natural monthly experience of winter Mm. when I'm menstruating, Mm. or even if I'm beyond menstruation for whatever reason, like there's still a dark side of the moon and and sacred space of nourishment that can come from that connection.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And and just, you know, without a lot of the bells and you know and whistles that might feel to some of the more corporate clients, for example, that I treat, just offering them that up and saying, you know, um, here it is. Have a look at the storybook. See which bits you might find useful, you know. You don't have to go out and howl at the moon if you don't want to. I think that'd be really fun. But um, (laughs) I'll leave it up to you, you know.
0: (laughs) International Howl at the
1: Moon party. 100%. And letting that be light and inviting in what is often a really big dark night of the soul. And there's tears and there's exhaustion and there's fear of all the balls that are going to be dropped. Yeah um inviting that playfulness and going well girlfriend here we are you know um let's see what we can create Mm-mm-mm. yes and
0: um yeah i work with a number of um women who have gone through burnout um not necessarily with um uh, more of the backdrop on that but um one of the first like things I always like to ask is, okay, but what do you love? Like what, Mm -hmm. what what do you Mm -hmm. love Mm -hmm. in your life? Where, what do you do for fun? Like where, where is this other part of you that has obviously been forgotten if we've reached such a point of overcrossing
1: ourselves for so long? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, look, we can easily now you know, find those biochemical anchors for it. This isn't just some woo, magical, crazy lady party for chicks who like to howl. You know, this is, the, we're looking at your actual biochemistry, you know, your actual endocrine system and how it best operates um, and how to, you know, work your life, if you can, tweak your life um, to actually work with your energy.
0: Yes. And I always bring this in how our endocr- endocrine system is our emotional system. Yeah. It is. If yeah. I put another name on it, it's the emotional. Mm-hmm. And the intricacies of the system and its overactivation and how it's related to really the mind. And how, mm. for example, any of us who have experienced trauma, which we all have on mm. some, some sort of little yeah. tiny level, we yeah. will have an overactive amygdala, which is going to mm-hmm. send and activate the whole nervous system in. Oh my god, that stress, that fight, flight, yeah. freeze
1: system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep hundred percent. And and it is it is it is all, it's usually ten up to twelve. I find. <laughs> and treatment, play, you know, having hard conversations with people in your life is all about dialing that down.
0: Yeah, so let's talk a little bit more about how play and pleasure are the remedies.
1: Oh, my goodness. And this is something that I, goodness, I took such a long time to come to this party. Like, I came to this party the longest way possible. It is just so entertaining to me now. Um, And still, it's something that I need to literally schedule because otherwise I'll just go off on my mad little, very well-worn circuitry pathways.
0: And this is so important that we can actually just block it into our schedule as a daily, weekly, and monthly ritual and occurrence, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. And and I I really I really find actually it's really quite funny because well it's funny to me it's that the fact that it took another twenty years probably isn't so entertaining. But I can recall, for example, my sister when she was studying law, and this was like back in the. 90s and she had one of those fabulous filofax thingies and I would walk into her office when she wasn't there and I would open her filofax and I would just open it random days and I would draw pictures in her very 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 official filofax, um and write her notes like have a cup of tea have a dance party like these sorts of things right and here I am 20 years later and that's kind of what I do you know <laughs> and i do i I do do it for myself as well, because we do need to just you know literally have those markers in our day like I think sometimes I think it can be heard all of this self care stuff it it mirrors more things that you need to do or more things that you need to like suddenly have in your everyday practice and it needs to come easily and it's just more well I certainly felt it as more pressure um but to literally just block out like it's you know starting to get nice and warm here and it's something that I've written about that one of my new favorite things is to like otter swim right so I found this cute little place and I float on my back and I'm giddy like I literally giggle it is the most ridiculous pointless silly non-productive like this Forty-four-year-old woman, like a giant starfish. Like I'm five foot ten, right? So, like I'm not a small starfish. Like this, this isn't an elegant, you know, Instagram-worthy <laughs> picture I'm posting here, people. But it right? it is. It is. It is the <laughs> most. And it takes maybe like twenty minutes of my day. Like, I mean, sure, I can stay there all day. I can stay there all morning or all afternoon or not go home. Sure, but. In a day where I want to get up and maybe do yoga or walk the dog or maybe answer a few quick t- quick texts or have, you know, break you with a friend or do something and do my 20-minute order nonsense, you know, get dressed, do some tri- You know, there's plenty of space to be doing all the things that I need to do to meet the needs of the people, to earn the money, et cetera, et cetera.
0: Yes, 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 yes. And what I've been reflecting on lately so much is habit and how everything, everything, everything in this human existence, because our body is habitual, everything is habit. Mm-hmm. So it's how can I just block in those really delicious habits? Like right mm. now, I since um, three weeks, I've changed the habit that after every single client session, I have 10 minutes of transition time. So whatever that Mm. may be like, it's going to be a dance, it's going to be a movement, it's going to be nothing, it's going to be breathing, it's going to be having Mm -hmm. that cup of tea or petting panda or (laughs) going outside in the carpet, (laughs) whatever. It's this 10 minute like new block that needs to Mm -hmm. be just for my whole system to reset before transitioning to the next And and working that in as a habit then makes it easy but it's not easy at the beginning I catch myself no. wanting to reply to the email I catch myself wanting to prepare for the next session but in the mm-hmm. beginning while it's becoming the habit okay that's where yeah. the muscle's being developed right
1: yeah 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 and it's at this kind of bit here that I can hear almost in my head maybe it's a you know past a version of, of of myself and it's certainly some of my clients that at this point they're like yeah but all the things I need to get done. Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but what if the kids and yeah, but like, there's just this like chorus of yeah, buts. Um, and I think this is, this is where the trust and the sort of magic that I bang on about kind of comes in because when you're wanting, when you've got to a point where what you're doing isn't working anymore and it's not working by virtue of the fact that you're not feeling well or you're not feeling happy or your partnerships are starting to find a, come under stress or there's things within your work life that aren't working or you're not enjoying anymore there has to be that leap that gets made where you've got to do something differently to create the different way of being and it's and it's this kind of in between stuff that you're talking about where you hear that chorus of your but yeah but that adds up to an hour's worth during the day and that's an extra client and that's an extra xyz you know we, we you have to really quieten that voice and we need to take that leap yeah how do you find that
0: totally take that leap and a hundred percent recognize that i am worthy i am so mm-hmm. worth mm-hmm. that time and moment after giving yeah and it's coming back to the for me it's really coming back to the um the balance of the giving and receiving it's how much am yeah. i giving to the world and then how much am i giving to myself And they're not always going to be in balance. The balance isn't a fixed point. It's always a dance, right? But what I find and what I witness with um, burnout or or people that are very depleted or exhausted, it's because that balance has become so tipped to one side. Yeah, 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 yeah but uh, that really brings me to mm-hmm. boundaries right because this is all about boundaries and i bang on about boundaries all the time it's in <laughs> all my courses it's in like uh almost every session it's about boundaries so how yeah. do i relate to the boundaries how do boundaries relate to what we've been saying and yeah. i know that you have this awesome little course all about
1: boundaries so yeah I tell- yeah and look i mean in regards to the course i think I mean, really the course itself and the content topics that are in there could really just be an entire life, you know, um, plan unto itself. But I think what I have discovered in myself firstly, right, is that I had to learn how to say no. And so I thought that'd be either easy, right, cool, you just say no. And then no, that's really not easy at all. When you've got, and when I had, you know, yeah beliefs that underpin things that i'm not worthy like you say um that my energy and my time and my value isn't as valuable as other people's time and energy you know there's there's so many things to unpack and explore and you know it's, it's going to be different for every single person um but we have to start wherever that edge is for us so it might be might be as simple as exploring being able to to i mean if no feels like it's out of reach for you when people are asking you to do things say i'll get back to you you know having those things written in your um diary so that when you look down sure you've got a bath written there nobody else needs to know that it's a bath. I'm terribly sorry. I'm terribly sorry. I've got an appointment. So I am the most ridiculous coach in some fashions because it's like, you know, so what we're going to do today is practice the phrase. I'm terribly sorry. I've got an appointment, you know, like, can I get back to you? Mm. You know, can you, because it gives, it gives you the space to feel into what do I actually need here? And that is, is usually you know, something that we are really not in touch with and we haven't had much practice in and we're not able to tap into that quickly. And, you know, the actual truth of what's here quickly and to create that pause, to create that space um, is really, really valuable to go, hang on a minute, like what do I actually really want here? Um, and,
0: and, and the birds are really agreeing on your end. Oh really?
1: <laughs> it's it's uh, you know, heading to afternoon uh, bird seeding time here.
0: <laughs> I should have shut that window. I love nature. I love nature's <laughs> emphasis, you know, because it's really that how, how can I dial that ability in? How can I be dropping mm. in all the time and just checking, okay, what is it that I need? What is it that I need to say yes to? What is it that I need to yeah. say no to? Because sometimes, for some women, you know, saying yes mm. is just as difficult than saying no. So wherever we yeah. are, yeah, like how yeah. do we dial that up?
1: And and the sort of notion of a boundary being the edge of something that keeps it whole and to keeps it uh, to keep it rather as a healthy, um, yeah, functional unit. <sighs> We'll just let that other particular noise float through as well. Um, And, you know, when we look at every single cell, right, every single cell in every single organ has that edge that doesn't let things, that that has a a really neat functional biochemistry, um, biochemical rather, door that lets some things in up to a point and then lets other things out up to a point. And without that boundary, that cell isn't going to be able to do its job. You know, and I think we can kind of extend that to like, okay, where's, where's my edge? Like, where is my physical edge? Where's my mental, emotional edge? How much space do I need right now? So, um, you know, and I know that you've, you have these conversations all the time too, to be able to really invite clients, whether it's through a course, whether it's through coaching, whether it's through all the beautiful dream like you do to really kind of explore that. Um, and it takes practice. It takes practice, and it takes practice, and then it takes some more practice, you know. And some really challenging conversations, and um, you know, challenges can arise as we begin to set those new boundary edges.
0: Yes, challenges and um, recognizing. I mean, I, I um, get to witness this all the time. When it's new, when it's it's very difficult, and um, beautiful women is like, oh, this is really difficult. And, yeah. <laughs> and you know i say yes and no like it's, mm-hmm. it's difficult because it's something new yes and is it really that difficult though no i mean every no. if we stay really present in the moment it's just one mm-hmm. decision at a time it is I 100% okay yes we do need to make neural pathways yes but you know mm-hmm. what, going to the gym and lifting weights that's difficult yeah you want to have strong muscle like we have to get up mm. and do squats that's difficult mm-hmm. but is it that yeah. difficult for the no. overall gain for the overall okay lightness and love and freedom mm. that we want to embody by getting closer and yeah. closer to the center of our being like
1: that's worth it uh, it's a hundred percent worth it and i love that you've kind of brought in that physical practice of like really being strong within yourself because that actually really helps that, 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 I mean, and I know that, you know, this is something that we've explored, um, both of us, but it's, it's, you know, that's actually really helpful to be feeling really strong in our, like, you know, feminine center, in our hips and our pelvis.
0: Yes. And anchoring down all of our energy out of
1: the mind. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which will keep telling us that it's all too hard anyway.
0: Yeah. And um hmm. yeah, just
1: sitting with that. Yeah. And I think it's yeah, I I know I know for myself with that, that that boundary piece is often positioned as something that you just have to have and it kind of feels forced or it feels almost kind of not coming from a, a place of love but it, it couldn't be anything further from the truth it is like ultimate love to know where your edges are yeah so beautiful thank you for that
0: and i'm just feeling into our more corporate sisters and sense mm. how like the definition of work also can can be changed or altered or to include like you know it's also my personal work that is very important mm-hmm. and my 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 inner development that is very important as a part of my work to bring into the sphere
1: of valuing work. Mm, mm, yeah. 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 And you know, work can be, yeah, I, I think, well, I, I know that you in that feminine model, you know, all of you need to come to the picture or, you know, you, you, you can't leave part of yourself at the door. That's the ultimate, disembodiment right there yes bring us all together (laughs) (laughs) and I think something that I talk about that I think touches on that from the Chinese medicine perspective I talk like yes there's the um, five elements and you know I can kind of wax on about that until the cows come home but what I love sharing is the link between the kidney energy, which is that water element, and the heart, which is the fire element, you know. And we tend to really draw on the willpower that we can access in that kidney adrenal. Like it's a real blast. We can, get, we can smash things out. We can use that kind of, you know, those kind of terms, right? It's, it's, it's like a sprint and it's fast. And you can kind of feel super um, charged about it all, right? But that energy isn't built to last. It's not built to kind of keep going. It is, however, built to to, um, calmly nourish the rest of the the five elements and in particular keep your heart fire, which is endless really, going. So the things that you're able to kind of like love into existence, you can find energy for that endlessly endlessly it's it's an endless
0: love this love this love this love this
1: but you've got to have that yin of the kidney energy you've got to have that softness of the water element you've got to have that um inward drawing um season of rest you know and in the scheme of a day or a month or in the life cycle of a particular project you know that winter season let's just call it that that little um necessary element of rest or downtime you know we can tweak that to be whatever it, it needs to be within whatever particular life cycle am i making sense in my extended metaphors here because i've gone from like we've got the big broader season of right like, like the four seasons and then we've got our daily season you know of Sun up and sundown. And then we've got our feminine seasons, and each of those um, cyclic patterns, there's a yin element. There's that winter element within it all, you know, which links into that kidney energy. Which, if we're able to have a pause, so it might be that one half hour of downtime in your day, it's that 10 minutes in between each of your calls and we're able to draw on the fire heart energy which just keeps going.
0: Yes, thank you for that and I mean I <laughs> uh, I am well versed in the language of metaphor so I was with you the whole time <laughs> yeah. I hope that our listeners we're also um, Yeah, thank you. It just, for me, what resonates so much from what you just said also reminds me of this like, you know, whenever I root, whenever I root mm. deep, deep, deep enough into the earth, naturally mm. the sap is going to yes. rise, naturally my energy is going to rise up. And that's exactly yeah. what comes if I give myself space to rest yep. into winter and rest into mm-hmm. the void. The void of not really knowing exactly what's coming
1: up next. Yeah, and that's the paradox that I think is really the most challenging thing for women and for just, you know, humans in general coming out of that patriarchal, always-on way of thinking, that it looks like there's that, you know, nothingness and that there will actually be less productivity or less of the thing but actually it works in the opposite way there's actually more of the thing and on paper that doesn't make any sense but that's actually the reality of it and so that's also like magic right <laughs> this is the actual
0: magic that we've been talking about <laughs> so so good so nourishing and rich and it's so delicious to connect in with you. <laughs> it is really. so wonderful. And I love how we just managed somehow to come full circle, right? <laughs> yes, it's really, I mean, that, that is the magic. It is the prayer that we always come full circle. Um, so, okay, we've touched on so much richness here and um, some real food for thought. If we're going to tie up this conversation is there mm-hmm. if we feel into feel into your mm. heart right now is there one last piece of feminine wisdom that you would like mm. to leave our listeners with
1: Oh my goodness as as women you know there's something that's been really kind of touching me in this last week and it's 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 to to take the risk and choose yourself to to take the risk and choose yourself like and yeah that phraseology might sound a little bit of choose potentially but to in any situation where you're confused or unsure which path to take like which which path which situation where am i going to be able to be more of myself and all of myself and to choose yourself in that moment wow Thank you very
0: much. <laughs> oh, so so pleasure. Oh, I'm going to write, that's going to be my new phrase on my bathroom mirror. Choose myself. Uh, <laughs> uh, bless you. <laughs> oh, okay, Carrie. And tell us, tell us, tell us, where mm-hmm. can we connect
1: in with you? Um, you can connect with me pretty much 24-7 on Instagram. Let's yes. be
0: honest. Follow <laughs> oh, okay. Carrie. She's hilarious and always
1: inspiring oh i'm I'm on instagram way too much is the truth of the matter um but i like to write lots of words on my journal on my website so that's at CarrieKrieger.com. um yeah yeah i think they're the main two places that i hang out
0: wonderful thank you and i'll be including links to Carrie's instagram handle and website where this is going um it has been an absolute joy and pleasure to tune in with you, and likewise, sister. Thank you so much.
1: <laughs>
0: I love you. Thank, thank you. You. I love you so much. <laughs> you I'm Lindsay Curtis, and you've been listening to Her Return, the podcast, with this special guest, Carrie Graver. Thank you so much for tuning in with us today and I want to hear all about what pieces of magic and wisdom you are bringing away with you. So please do leave a little comment, review this podcast wherever you are listening and subscribe to know what's coming up. Wherever you are, stay in alignment with your radiance and let's tune
1: in together next week.